1: Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by E.P. Wealth. Thanks for being a part of the show. You've committed to getting a better education, financially speaking, than you got through high school. You are going through the process yourself, and I appreciate that. I got my dental hygienist. Um... Smart, young, beautiful woman. Um, savvy, intelligent, good with a drill or a cleaning wire or whatever they use. Wire. Listen to me. I'm barbaric. She was cleaning my teeth a couple months back, and um, she gave me some tips. She was like, the electric toothbrush you used is about 100 times better than a, real tube, a regular toothbrush. I was like, thank you. Now you've given me a tip. Let me give you a tip. And I started talking... Um, essentially about money with her. And I started off by telling her, you know, here's a good app to save money, Acorns. She's like, oh, okay, okay. So I showed her it and I showed her how easy it is to use. Um, Then I said, you know, a good one to figure out if you got too many subscriptions, which I feel people do. I know I did. Uh, rocket money it's free for two weeks Um, and then it could also do things like renegotiate your satellite radio contract or your cable contract Um, and it keeps a third of the savings but it saves you sometimes hundreds of dollars a year Um, this further went on as far as back and forth between her and I Um, started talking about her husband and ultimately, he's going to send me an email. What's interesting to note about all of this is that he's a firefighter. And I don't think I'm betraying any confidence when I say any of this. Um, he's done some things right, and he's done some things wrong. And I'm really, really fine with that. But one of the areas that he did really wrong was his mutual fund choices were very limited in his plan. And he decided to go with a index that gives you triple the cues. So if the NASDAQ goes up 1%, it goes up 3%. If the NASDAQ goes down 1%, it goes down 3%. That's the basics of what I'm talking about here. Three-time ETFs are riskier than you think. Um, I do not know a professional who uses three-time ETFs. Their underlying assets are options, and it's meant for short-term trading, not long-term trading. And I had to explain that to him. I said, take a look at the big picture. Pull the chart out, not just in the last year since the NASDAQ's been on a run, but in good times and bad times. And you'll see that you ultimately end up with less. You lose what you gain. Three-time ETFs use derivatives such as future contracts, swaps, and options to track underlying benchmarks. Um, there is a constant leverage trap in it with high expenses. And a three-times S&P 500 index ETF, for instance, if it would return 3%, if the S&P 500 rose 1%, it would also lose 3% if it dropped by 1%. Um, research will show you that the downside kills the upside, so it's great if you think the market is in a bottom. Wonderful. I'm not. I have no problem with maybe five percent of your portfolio uh, thinking timing the market, but not more. And the five percent timing the market to me is feels a lot like um, Bitcoin. Same basic idea of not a great long term investment, but you can have short term period of volatility that can work in your favor. Um, so it was pretty interesting. Um, I gave him some really good ideas and the one criticism I gave him was, okay, that's a horrible investment idea. Go with something simpler. If you want to go with the triple Q the NASDAQ, that's fine, but don't do the leverage on top of it. He's done great as a firefighter. He's going to have a wonderful pension. Um, he and his wife and child are savers. They want to move from their current home into a bigger home. They have a plan. Love seeing things like that. They have no credit card debt that I could assess. They have emergency cash, uh, which is amazing. I rarely see young people who are doing it on their own. Um, and for the record, he's like 45 and she's 30. Um, so maybe she's I'm more on the young side and he's more on the older side. I don't, I don't know. Um, I like that they have goals. Um, he did not mention to me if he had life insurance. I'm sure he does as a firefighter. He did not mention to me if he has disability insurance. I'm sure he should if he's a firefighter. He did not mention if he had umbrella insurance. I would have umbrella insurance if you have something that you could lose and if you have a dog um I personally have over five million dollars in umbrella insurance. If today I get off the air and I rear in a car of lawyers, they're going to sue me for everything I have. And I don't want to lose everything that I have. So I'm insured for an extra $5 million on top. It's pretty cheap, all things to consider, to get umbrella insurance. It covers what your insurance doesn't in an accident. Um, I like that as a young couple that they have goals. They want to potentially add another child to their family. And it was almost brought up just like that, <clears throat> which I think is really cool um, to look at your child as a monetary unit decision. I know, I know, I know. I was watching a, <clears throat> an analyst today on television, and he said that he had 10 kids. And I was like, whoa. And the woman who was interviewing him, she's had one and she's a really good looking woman. And she's got a you know a body that probably doesn't want to go through 10 children. That is a really rough thing to do. Um, children change women's bodies, and um, it's a lot of stress on a woman. But I like that they, uh, the couple, Henry and his wife, uh, who is the firefighter, have a plan on how to add children to their life. Do I think it's romantic? No. But do I think it's practical? Yes. Um. When he does get a bigger home for his family, he wants to rent out his existing townhouse. I really liked the way he put together his email to me on what he has and what he doesn't have. And he was really, really patient with me as far as getting back to him because I do this stuff for free. Um, And if you want your portfolio reviewed, I can have a certified financial planner review your portfolio if it's over 500,000. If it's not, it's really tough to review. Um, but we'll get some questions from you. We'll get some of your holdings and we can get you back to you in typically two to three weeks or less, uh, a basic, how you're doing on your financial plan, kind of a financial health checkup, if you will. If you come to a seminar, we offer the same service. Um, you give us some information, we'll give you back feedback on where you are. Um, but again, the big mistake that he had was that. He instead of getting seven to ten percent of the market typically gives in the S and P five hundred, he wanted twenty one to twenty eight percent by using leverage. Um, I don't use margin, and I use options on some of my highly concentrated positions, like Microsoft and Apple. But I'm using options when I think the stock has run too high. Like Apple was up 35% this year, and I sold some options for July, August, September, October of this year because I don't think it's going to go up 50 to 60%. And so far, I'm looking like, wow, I hit that one perfectly right. That's going to pay me an extra sixty dollars to $100,000 a year using the options, but I would only use it on stocks that I thought have run too high that I own. Worthy of note, he wanted to use options on positions he didn't own, and um, I think it's a bad idea. So, anyway, if you want to get in touch with me, you can. It's Rob at robblackshow dot com. It's Rob at robblackshow dot com. Um, and for the record, he's forty, she's thirty four. So I said forty five and thirty, and I was wrong. But I really enjoy doing stuff like that, going trying to help the average couple. Um, I think it's. Well worth my time. 12 things people waste money on. Let's talk about them. Um, Neglecting your personal development, so says Warren Buffett. The best investment you can make is on yourself. Increase your earning potential. Knowledge and abilities are assets that no one can take away from you. I read two books a week because I've been doing it since I was six years old, seven years old. When I told my kids that I read the whole Lord's the Ring trilogy, you know, before I was eight years old, they were they were flabbergasted. They're like, you are a nerd. I'm like, yep. Rich nerd. So learning to read, I think, is the problem. Reading consistently, I think, is one of the best things you can do for personal development. Um, another thing people waste money on, credit cards. Credit cards can be inconvenient, but high interest rate cards can quickly overshadow any benefits. If you don't pay off the balance monthly, I have three credit cards in my wallet right now. Probably have four or five. Um, But I have three that I use on a regular basis. I've got a couple that are in my desk, like a Best Buy card, because it gives me Best Buy rewards that are better than the rewards that I can get with any of my credit cards. Um, I've got an Amazon card that I use for all my Amazon purchases, because it gives me 5% back. Some other things people waste money on, bars and pubs. Uh, When I was in my 20s and 30s, I would drink at the apartment before I went out to the bar. Um, Chasing the latest technology. Um, If your Apple iPhone battery is at 80%, you can get it replaced free if it's at 80% or lower. If you have AppleCare, and if you don't, you can take it uh, to Apple and they'll replace your battery for $70 to $100. You don't need a new phone every two to three years. Um, Overspending on clothes is a, a money waster. Buying new cars is a money waster. Not using your gym membership. My spouse and one of my children have a... $250 a month gym membership that they haven't used this summer. Waste of money. Anyhow, and anyway, you can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests
0: of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 630 to 830 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all
1: seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Talking money is something I love to do. Helping you in getting through retirement is something that means a lot to me. I would prefer not to talk about where the stock market is on a day-by-day basis. I'd prefer to talk about like three of the apps that are on my phone right now that I use. Um, Acorns. Acorns is specifically designed for novice investors. Not me. I'm not a novice investor. But it gets people's feet wet in the stock market. And I show that app probably... If I'm having lunch at a restaurant, I'll show it to the bartender. If I'm getting my teeth cleaned with a hygienist, I'll show it to the the hygienist. It's a great way to get started. It takes, it's an app. And it's online. And you sign up. You punch in a little bit of information about you. Probably seven to ten questions most. How much do you make? How old are you are? Do you want to save for retirement or not? And it ultimately picks a robo advisor or it takes a robo advisor platform approach to investing for you. The cool thing about it is you can set it up so it takes out $100 every Friday or $100 every other Friday or $100 once a month. Or you can have it take your credit cards. And your debit card purchases, which for the record, I don't use debit cards ever. The only time I use my debit card is to get money out of the bank at the ATM machine. Um, I'd rather get the rewards that are tied with my credit cards than I pay it off every month. Now, again, if you can't pay it off, you're you're the problem, not me. Um, But acorns does a lovely job of, let's say I buy a gas and it's $30 and 79 cents. It'll round it up to 31, so it'll take 21 cents and it'll invest it for you. In theory, you won't miss the pennies and they grow into acorns. I've been doing this for four plus years. And over that four plus years, again, I put in $100 every Friday. And then my wife swipes her credit card a lot. I know you're saying you're such a pig. I do that pig approach. I swipe the card probably as much as she does, but I do the pig approach to again. Tell the story quickly and to get you the concept that every swipe throws money into our savings. So when she spends, we're not saving. But when she spends now with acorns on the tied to the credit card, we're also saving. I show that to average people and they're like, wow, that looks pretty easy. In four plus years, I have over a hundred thousand, uh, like ninety-five thousand. So it adds up quickly. Now, again, we spend a little bit more and we do invest a little bit of money on it to it on a regular basis. Credit Karma Money app is another app that I show people all the time. Credit Karma Money app helps people improve their credit score. It provides information on how to apply, what services are offered and security measures taken by the company. Right now, I can pull up my Credit Karma and let's do this on the air and I'll give you a quick idea of. Again, if I'm killing time, I will pull this up at like lunch. I like having lunch by myself, just so you know. Um, so I pull up credit karma. It says my credit score is 775. Um, let's see what's changed. Interesting, right? 775 is excellent credit, but I'm not in that 815 range. My balance is increased on one of my credit cards. Two of my credit cards. Um, one of them went up 401 dollars. And again, that was uh, I pay off the balance every month, and so I never get that twenty percent interest rate. And another one, the balance went up from six hundred uh, from five hundred twenty-one to six hundred six to eleven hundred. So on my cash card, which gives me one percent when I spend and one percent when I get it, uh pay, um, I've increased my spending. My balance is decreased on my one mortgage, two mortgage, and my Apple card. Um, My Apple card is what my kids use. Um, And my city card also went lower. But you can further on Credit Karma, and it's Karma with a K. Credit Karma, 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 Chameleon, you come and go. Boy, George is playing soon in concert. For some reason, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I know you're saying, wow, you are a weirdo. Okay, so it shows all my balances in credit cards, 20000 All my mortgage loans, oh, 985000 Um It shows all my payments on time. It's a pretty cool little, little app. And again, is it perfect? No. Um, it shows like uh, I've got two hard credit inquiries that are going to come off my credit score soon. I've got 100% payment history. Um, I've got 11% credit usage. It gives me little hints and tips on how to improve my credit. And then one that I was recently talking about, Rocket Money, is also on my phone. Um, I use it to show people. Okay? These are things that I get the average person to put on their phone. Acorns, Credit Karma, and Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a budgeting app. Um, It costs $3 a month. Um, Acorns cost $3 a month. I wouldn't use acorns if you're only going to invest $100. I would use it if you're going to invest over $200 or more in your life. Fine, but you got to get that $200 in quickly. Um, Maybe $300 is the right way of saying that. But um, Rocket Money is a budgeting app, and it's also for reducing bills. So I have Sierra Satellite Radio because I go to the mountains a lot. And when I do, I like hearing uh, either baseball or financial news. And it's 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 lovely, but it's expensive. And the introductory rate is super cheap for the first year. But then after that, it goes to like $300 a year. So credit uh, rocket money goes, do you want us to renegotiate that for you? I'm like, sure. Because I hate getting on the phone and going, you know, I, I think I need to cancel my service. Oh, but you're such a lovely customer. Would you like to stay on for a added value of only $150 a, a year? I'm like, no, 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 no. How about $125? No, no. no. How about 100 Okay. I'll stay. I hate that process. So Rocket Money does it for me. They do it with Comcast Cable and they do it for, they'll do it with a lot of companies, I would I would guess. But a satellite radio is those the subscriptions that kind of balloon on you. And what's even further interesting is it scans your bills. And if you have a Spotify account or two Spotify accounts, it goes, why don't you just get one? Why don't you just get a family? And it, it, it'll point things out. So the three financial apps that I use, Acorns, Credit Karma, and Rocket Money. All of them I could do on my own, but all of them do it super easy. And I think that's what most people want is convenience with their financial products. Acorns, Credit Karma, and Rocket Money. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big event Thursday evening in Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel. The 7 Readiness Test for Retirement. Sign up at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. That'll be with CFP Chad Burton. And Thursday evening, you can find out more at robblackshow.com. Questions, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. Dot com. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. So, quickly, I think this is a pretty neat story that I want to share with you because I think it's the right thing. Um, the Inflation Reduction Act, poorly named, has the Biden administration being sued because of they wanting the pharmaceutical companies to lower their prices for Medicaid. Um, Pfizer Merck make a lot of money off Americans who retire and need drugs fulfilled. As we get older, we need more drugs. Uh, My mom at one point in time in her final five years was taking probably eight to 12 pills a day for high blood pressure, for diabetes, um, And it was really tough for her to remember which ones to take. So she started using a company called Pill Pack, which would send her a package that said January one, this is the pills you take. January two, this is the pills you take. January three, this is the pills you take. So all she had to do was open that day. I thought it's a pretty cool service. Now, Mark Cuban has something called Cost Plus, which I just watched a documentary on and this could be his legacy, and this is what I would want Elon Musk to do. Do something that changes society. Don't talk about fighting Mark Zuckerberg. That's silly. Don't be petty about Twitter and call another man a pedophile. That's silly. It's beneath you. Mark Cuban's trying to leave society with something better. A company called Cost Plus Drugs. He started it with another um like-minded person who basically tweeted him or direct messaged them and said, you know, um, this is an area where we can fix the world. We can go out and see that. Let's just say I'm taking a Zimpik, and that's a bad one because it's a weight loss drug. Um, let's say I'm taking a heart medicine that costs $5 per pill. Uh, why can we get it for some people at $1 a pill It's a very, very good question. Um, Long story short, he's like, hey, if you get your drugs fulfilled with me at cost plus drugs. I will make you will pay for five dollars an hour of labor. And cost. We're not going to mark things up crazy. We're going to make a very, very small amount of profit. So Blue Shield of California, a nonprofit health insurer, said today that their 4.8 million users, members, I guess is the right word, are going to start using Mark Cuban's Cost Plus Drugs and Amazon for its pharmacy network. They expect to save $500 million per year. That's legit do re me. And I, I give it to Mark Cuban. This is only the second uh, big company to do this. But there will be more. Every state in the United States should look into using the lowest cost provider for drugs, as long as the, the drugs are the right drugs, you know. Let him go around and make bulk relationships. Let him go around and make the generic relationships. And your state should benefit from it. I think that's noble. And as a person who's getting older, I'm not worried about how much my drugs cost. But I should be. Most Americans are when you're making a decision between having your diabetes drug and eating food or paying your electricity. That sucks. So throwing that out there for you. One in 10 homes now are worth at least a million dollars. It's close to an all-time high. Not quite that all-time high came in June of 2022. uh, But there was a dip shortly thereafter. Um, Interesting note. I bought my Newest home that I live in, in July of 2021. Kind of interesting, I think. I bought it towards the high, but it went higher, and then it came down, and now it's right back up. Nearly one in 10 US homes are worth at least $1 million. Starter homes are more expensive than ever. Um, I feel that My wealth that I've created, I'm going to be able to give my kids an opportunity to get into a starter home without having to do all the hard work of getting into a starter home. But then they're going to have to pay whatever mortgage that they inflict upon themselves. In June, the median sale price for a typical starter home reached an all time high of $243,000. The income needed to purchase a typical starter home has increased 13% from 2022 to $64,500. People are burdened with high interest rate credit cards. People are burdened um, with the cost of inflation. I get it. I get it. Um, Using a good mortgage broker can help you in the home buying process. Um, I would never go into a bank and say, do you have someone who could get me a home loan? I work with Tony Mendez at Bay Area Loan Source. He's a mortgage lender. And he is able to go through and find the right loan for you. Um. And he's got something called Loan Sifter, which is a pretty cool product. So let's say you have a credit score of 750, you make $130,000 a year. You want to buy a home in zip code 94070. Um, it, it crunches everything for you and says you can get a rate of 7.1%, 7.4% or 7.7%. Which one do you want? Um the 7.1 can close in 15 days. The 7.4 can close in 30 days. Like It gives you all the terms. That's a pretty powerful thing. So if you're ever looking for your first home, consider Tony Mendez at Bay Area Loan Source. Uh, if you're in the Bay Area, or find a good mortgage lender. Ask around. Ask if they use products like Loan Sifter. You do not want to use a lender who uses one product or one product only. Um, ask how many points they're building into the loan on the, for their their profit. If they're getting a loan at 5.1 percent and they're selling to you at 6.1 percent, you're like, whoa, that's a lot of money for them. But ask questions. If you work with a financial planner, ask questions. If you want to make an appointment with a financial planner, I think it's a great idea. I use a CFP. CFP Chad Burton going to be in Los Gatos Thursday evening, the 24th. That's one week from today. Um, 6.30 to 8.30 at the Toll House Hotel. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show. It's the 7 Readiness Test for Retirement. Sign up today at robblackshow.com. See you next Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30, Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos.
0: For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's
1: robblack.com. I'm Rob Black. can money, investing, in more. Let's talk about yesterday, a little bit of red on the markets. NASDAQ, the S P, and and Dow all were lower. Nothing shocking. I would say it's a case of the August and September blaws. There's a city in California that just gets socked in in September. Santa Barbara. It's just nasty weather. Doesn't happen every year, but more often than not, Same thing kind of happens on Wall Street. Stocks tumbled yesterday. Started getting um, kind of going sideways and then just fell apart. After the Fed's minutes showed that Jay Powell and the other Fed Reserve members were considered or still worried about inflation. Even though we want it to be over, they're pretending or they're acting like it's not over. I guess they're entitled. Their name and reputation is on it. They could consider more rate hikes. That's not what the market wants to hear. I've been saying we're in another bull market. I would say the gasoline has been lit on a third of it. And that would be the first six months of the year where you saw the market outperform. Now we have to get to the next third, which would be margin expansion. Revenue increases. Areas that are working okay to work better. And that could be things like cloud. um, Where the numbers are just okay right now. And then we're going to get to that area where the Fed cuts interest rates. Or maybe move sideways for a while. I guess we're going to say sideways for a while and then cut. And that should be the next third move higher. Then there'll be some... Last third, where people are starting to chase performance. Um, and the rally can and could go on. So we are at a bull market, in my opinion. It's delayed in the months of August and September. Typical, or not untypical is the right way of saying it. And the Fed kind of didn't help yesterday. Playing along with the the gloom that is September and August on Wall Street. Some other headlines of note. I love stories like this. A pig kidney implanted into a human is still working after a month. That's a big step forward. Transplanting a genetically modified pig kidney into a brain-dead man, with his family's consent, said it continues to function normally 32 days later. That's the longest such an organ has worked inside a human. And it raises hope that pig organs can one day help human patients in need of donations. When the U.S. proposed revamping its organ donation system, more than 100,000 people were waiting for organs. Um, and I guess, tragic, right? But quoting the movie, babe, that'll do. Big, that'll do. An appeals court ruled abortion pills should stay on the market. Fifth Circuit yesterday overturned a Texas judge ruling revoking the FDA's decades old approval of Mifpristine. The court said the drug should not be available through the mail or prescribed via telemedicine. Intel called off its $5.4 billion purchase of chipmaker Tower Semiconductor. They're going to pay Tower a $353 million fee. This tower is an Israeli company. And China said, no, you sell too many chips into our country. We don't like this idea. A lot of tension between the United States and China over technology, over semiconductor technology. The Biden administration has worked to restrict China's access to technology, especially our new AI chips. I can only tell you that the market would be happier if China and the United States got along. So that would be a positive in what is already a negative stance. Target yesterday said that lower sales last quarter are partially a result of consumer backlash over its pride collection and over its removal of that pride collection. Didn't like um, some people didn't like it when they had the pride collection. Some people didn't like it where they took the pride collection away. Target is uniquely exposed to discretionary spending categories, which account for 54% of its annual sales. They do really well with electronics. Um, I would say that Walmart does better with groceries. Groceries only make up 20% of Target's yearly revenue compared to 50% of Walmart's. Target said that there's a economic malaise that will last a while longer into the back half of the year. Not great news to hear, Uh, but it does line up with the thesis of a slowing economy with higher interest rates and inflation that's zapping some consumer purchasing. Let's see, what else do we have to hit? Um, Fast casual food delivery is becoming less popular as more people are um, going in person dining. The dip in delivery is largely because consumers are watching their wallets with pandemic lockdowns behind us. People can no longer justify paying the fees tied towards delivery and inflated menu prices associated with clicking order from the couch. Sweet Green has said that they fulfilled fewer delivery orders and more pickups recently. People don't want to pay the fee for the driver. They don't want to pay the fee for the convenience of having it delivered to their home. Deliveries for health bowl competitor Kava have simply declined. Uh, with pickups on the up, that contributed to the company's cost sales growth forecast for the year. But so did the rising gas prices and other universal economic concerns that are going around right now. Of which, again, big warning that COVID's going to have a little bit of a late summer push again. Chipotle's delivery revenue dropped 15.8% last quarter. Um, people are having, I would say, backlash against the delivery fees. And... During COVID, my family used Instacart. $99 a year. Saves me time from growing this, going to the store and walking around and standing in the lines. The, the lines at like Safeway are so egregiously long because they're so understaffed. So it felt like to me, yeah, Instacart can kind of work. So I had it through COVID and I had it for the year after COVID. And in the last six months, I'm like, you know, I don't need this anymore. The fees. It's the fees. It's the $99 a year. It's the service fee. It's the driver fee. It's the tip. Just starts to add up. And we're just kind of getting tired of it, in my opinion. In the opinion of Green, Cava, and Chipotle. Uh, Vinfast. Here's a company you need to be very, very careful of. It is an electric vehicle company. It is a nice-looking Vietnamese electric vehicle. They did the SPAC thing. I've not liked any SPACs. SPACs are basically publicly traded companies who have cash, and they want to buy a private company that doesn't want to take the six months to two years to go public. 30. So overnight, VinFast, a Vietnamese electric vehicle car startup, has a higher valuation than GM and Ford. I don't like it. Barbie is the number one Warner Brothers' highest grossing domestic release ever, topping the dark night. Interesting. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big event coming up on the 24th in Los Gatos. Sign up for it at RobBlackShow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing
0: with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Thursday, August 24th, 630 to 830 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests?